Okay, good morning, everybody. Thank you for joining this session. Uh, after, like, uh, we are overwhelmed with the response that we have uh, for this session. Obviously, it's because of the data science and the curiosity that the data science is raising in everybody's mind. Uh, we are seeing the most of people are kind of new uh, to the data science so that I would keep my session as very, very uh, interactive and uh, so that you understand a little bit about the data science and have enough curiosity so that you can learn more about it uh, further. So just a brief, uh, my introduction is already done by Vishal. So I'm Anjali working at ATOS uh, and looking after a few data science projects uh, that we are currently working on. Uh, so with, with the experience of these data science projects, uh, I have built in some different insights into what is the data science. So this seminar, I'm going to give you a brief overview of uh, what science means. Uh, you already know data. Everybody knows data. Uh, with uh, COVID-19, all of us are seeing data, graph, visualization, and uh, listening to a lot of terms. And everybody understands that data. Even your grandmother would be understanding the data, like how many COVID patients has increased, and she might have some recommendations also. So here, everybody is understanding the data. So what is the new about the data science? So that's what I'm going to explain to you about. So first, going to data science, it's uh, let's go from data science to a uh, cooking. Uh, MasterChef Australia, you, you know about MasterChef Australia. Most of you must have seen the program, am I right? You can start giving your answers in chat so that uh, we can interact more. Uh, so what does this MasterChef Australia has to do with the data science? So all of you have seen the program. Uh, all of you know what, what is it about. So let's see how it correlates with the data science. So obviously in the MasterChef program, you have a big kitchen, the store, where you have all possible ingredients uh, that might be required, correct? And then, so everything that, whatever you want to make, there are all the raw material is available here. Then there are so many kitchen processes, tools, mixer, grinders, ovens, etc. So these are the tools where you are going to put your raw ingredients and process it. At the same time, you have some time constraint because in 90 minutes, uh, you have to prepare that dish using all the raw ingredients and the tools that you have with a time constraint and you have to prepare a dish which would delight the customer. So in the data science terminology, how I will correlate with this. So all the raw material is all your data. The data is coming in the large volumes right now. There are so many data sources. As you use your Twitter, as you use your Facebook, as you click anything in on your mobile, the data is getting generated and somebody is using that data for some purpose. Uh, so therefore, a huge terabytes and terabytes of data, we all of us are generating. Uh, 
then there is a variety there and it is generating as uh, so volume is very high the velocity at which coming like every minute every second every day the data is coming okay i'm i'm so the velocity at which the uh, the data is coming is quite high it's not that it's not coming very slowly it's coming like a tide to us to the servers it would come there is a lot of variety of the data so it could be a uh, text data numbers data it could be your opinions it could be qualitative data it could be quantitative data it could be your audio data video data structured data unstructured data so the comments the twitter comments the facebook post that you have that you are putting and as well as veracity that is what it it's it's not sometimes true data it's uncertain and there is a lot of ambiguity in the data that's what is the veracity of the data so these four v's actually constitute what is what we call it as a big data right now so anything anything that is coming with high volume variety velocity and veracity that is called big data so you have lot of data available and as uh, to make any dish in the master chef you need to know lot of processes and tools you cannot make those dishes those uh, fancy looking dishes without any Uh, without using any tools so then you need lot of tools similarly for data that is coming to you from various things data is binary data it's zeros and ones ultimately for the computer so just imagine what is the volume of the data and a data scientist is kind of grasping all that data and obviously it is not possible to process that data unless you have some tools so there are some tools Uh, if you know about like uh, aws microsoft azure google uh, google cloud tableau r python so these are all the processing tools and various technologies that are required to process the data so after you process the data obviously all the time you will have time constraint so when you start working in a project uh, you have to deliver the output as per certain time constraint obviously and the quality and ultimately you would have to be uh, you will be delivering to the customer about what is their data insights what are the dashboards what are the predictive models that you are saying and machine learning that you uh, models that you are going to prepare so obviously here so you have large volume of the data lot of tools and a time constraint and you have to deliver your output so that's the data scientist or data engineer's job is to take that data to grasp the data to process the data and within the time constraint deliver the data which the customer would like so uh, as you know the dish of the master chef it has to look good it has to feel good it has to taste good and it has to be liked by the end user similarly the output of your uh output of your uh data science project it can be a dash dashboard it can be a predictive model it could be a machine learning model so all of them has to look good feel good you it should be liked by good it should be scalable it should be usable again and again so with this uh it's a good analogy so that to understand the concept of data data science 
so we are talking about data science data analytics and big data so these are the terminology that you are typically uh, hearing about so what is data science it is an interdisciplinary field about scientific methods processes which would extract the knowledge and insights from the data the data would be structured and unstructured if you are you if you have learned in your college about the sql queries and sql tables that's all structured data it's kind of classified into the tables and the fields and each field has either numeric alphanumeric and all that stuff so that you would have learned your college uh, so here this uh, the data science is about not only about structured data it's becoming unstructured data that would be your textual data your audio data your video data and you have to expect it to process all this so that you can bring insight from that data so that the senior management or the person who is interested in taking action would be able to take the correct action based on your uh, uh, outputs so analytics is use of data tools techniques so here we are dealing with the large data so obviously statistics would be the only way only ray of hope uh, because uh, there are already models and distributions you must have taken a course in statistics uh, so that be, that is a foundation of all this machine learning and artificial intelligence so the statistical techniques like the way i have learned about couple of decades back the, the the those are not changed so fortunately so those are remains the same but here what has happened is the tools techniques and the processes by which i am able to process the data has really tremendously increased so therefore all these things has becoming more interesting and more relevant in today's life and all those things are coming with a big data way like the data volume is increasing therefore whatever you do on that data the reliability of the outcome the predictability of that outcome is increasing so in the big data uh, uh, so uh, we have discussed about four v's of uh, big data so volume variety velocity and veracity so if you look at any big data course you would first find your uh, these uh, sorry four v's of the big data is it clear any chat am i uh, going fast or uh, speed is okay so i think anjali uh, we are going perfectly fine okay good uh, yeah. so now we have understood a little bit about big data we have and we have prepared an analogy on the on the master chef how how it is how we can correlate with it uh, and we have understood a little bit about data science so it's about statistics mathematics and the data and the data processing uh, so whatever you are learning in your college level or school level all that thing is required over here uh, so once we have understood this just a big teaser for you so i have said that it's a big data structured and unstructured so that we can make a decision so do you think in indian mythology uh, which god or story you think that we be using big data 
Do you remember Indian mythology, all our gods and goddesses? Uh, and the stories that you have learned in your childhood. Do you think which God would have used the big data? Structured and unstructured. Any answer? Well, we have got one answer from Suganda Das. She has mentioned Ganesha. Ganesha, okay. Any more answer? There's another one, uh, Vishnu, Brahma, Chitragupta. Yeah, Chitragupta. So here is a, your teaser. So Chitragupta is the correct answer. So Chitragupta, what is, uh, like if you remember the story of Chitragupta, uh, Chitragupta, like he is sitting on the door of hell or heaven and uh, when you go, when you go there, when you finish your journey of your life, he is supposed to be doing all and uh, looking after all your papa and punyas and karmas that you have done. So he's trying to analyze all the data of all entire your lifetime, whatever the structured data, maybe the bank balances and the good things that you have donated, or maybe the karmas that you are doing, the unstructured data. He's supposed to be processing that data instantaneously and making a big decision whether to put you in a hell or a heaven. Uh, so from Indian perspective, this is, we have been using this big data for quite some time. Uh, and uh, even our gods are using this data. So we should be able to use the data very, very good effectively. So that's on a, just a lighter note so that you will remember this whenever you are looking at a big data. Uh, so this is an introduction of the big data. So whenever you take about big data, you're talking about volume, velocity, variety, and veracity. So just remember there are four Vs of any big data talking about the volumes. It's coming our G gigabytes and terabytes of data. So if you are a data scientist, you are supposed to be handling so much volume of the data and sheer volume increases its complexity. And it's, it's coming at a high velocity also. So it's coming, it's bombarding on you. It's coming in a variety also. So it's structured and unstructured. It's not like a typical SQL table that is getting filled by rows so that it's easy for you to whatever prepare invoices or summarize the data or whatever the projects that you might have done in the SQL server. And it's also coming as veracity. So there is something about certain, certain about the data, something about uncertain data, and there could be a sarcastic data. So for the big data, you should always remember these four Vs in mind. And these four Vs are actually a challenge for you to manage, process, understand and prepare something which is the big data. So in, in big data, all the time less is more. So your data is coming in a big volume, but the output that you are going to deliver is a decision. It's a very important decision. So here the decision would not be very huge. It might have large impact, but in big data, always remember less is more as compared to output. So you are getting a huge data, but you are producing an output which is on the similar line. Uh, 
so there is saying that in god we trust everyone else needs data so here we uh, the the data has to be trusted okay just remember just imagine the covid data that we are getting if you don't trust the data we may not sit at home uh if you don't believe on that data so in god we trust because we are supposed to trust the god that's uh, everyone else needs data and god knows it all and everyone else needs analytics so therefore all of us are now needing analytics in all aspects of our life and obviously the data science that's the reason the data science is picking up so what is the market size like once we understand uh, the what is big data and what are we supposed to do so essentially the data is going to come to us with the various big volumes we are expected to process and come up with some decisions and some insights which would be useful for the organization which we are working uh so what is the market size of the data like if you look at the worldwide spending on the uh, data and analytics it is increasing it is increasing and you can just see that it is a big numbers uh, and the numbers are increasing and increasing so for us instead of understanding whatever 104 billion means we have to just understand that the 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 size of the market is increasing uh, so therefore there would be a scope for us to work on it so although the size of market is increasing the, does it has any impact on the revenue of an organization uh, so gartner uh, that's one research organization that is a very reputed research organization they have just done some study some research on looking at reading the reading the shareholders like annual reports of various companies like all the companies has to has to prepare the quarterly report annual report about their financial statements etc to the uh financial statements uh, to to sebi or to the government uh and uh, they they write maybe it's a big report so what they have uh, what they have realized is how many times the word analytics data and analytics is appearing in that report so they just did a find and find in their in the word documents kind of stuff so how many times the word analytics is coming so in between 2014 and 2018 it's it's a large increase how the word analytics is appearing in their annual reports so that means the companies are using data and analytics for their decisions and what is its impact on the revenues so when they do when they say that how many times data and analytics is mentioned in their annual report and how much is the revenue increase so obviously the uh, the analysis if you look at these data so there is some data processed by somebody and given to you on a plate and for you to analyze and for you to take a decision so here they are saying that it's a high correlation that your revenues would increase if you are using data and analytics as part of your decision making process uh so that's one reason why so the market size is increasing and the data and analytics is contributing to the revenue increase of the organization therefore all the ceos or cfos would go for it 
So if you look at the data analytics, there are various phases. Uh, one is the descriptive analysis. So it's actually your bar chart, histograms, maybe your school or college level statistics. So where you find out what has happened. Uh, COVID example, you are seeing the graph, like how many patients have increased over the period of time and you see that the line is growing up and the uh, everybody's saying it's exponential growth and we have to flatten the curve etc etc so this is what descriptive about what is what has happened and diagnostic then comes the diagnostic part of it why did it happen okay so is it possible as a data scientist to find out why did it happen and predictive what will happen tomorrow what will happen tomorrow so that we have to take action and you can see that everything there is some analysis there's some decision happening and then there is action to be taken whatever the action may be so in descriptive statistics yes you understand your bar chart pie chart etc then your human mind processes something and then take decision and that decision is converted to the action in diagnostic little bit human inputs have reduced however there is significant amount of human so there is some more insight that the data scientist is generating the human input has reduced and then obviously again the decision is taken and action happens in predictive yes you are again giving more uh, reducing your human inputs in and you are predicting this is going to happen so do this so it's easy for human to take decision and the decision would lead to action and in prescriptive is what should i do like what should i do like doctor prescribes you a medicine so it's here based on your symptoms the doctor prescribe you medicines so therefore similarly here the data scientist should be able to prescribe solution to the problem and which would be the decision support and here the human intervention is slight like less and then the decision happens and actions happens and when the decisions are getting automated a decision is already taken for you and some action has been taken and the latest advantage latest in in analytics is augmented analytics automatic machine learning advanced ai it is it is taking data processing data modeling data taking decision taking action also so you don't have to do anything in the human inputs so that's where somewhere we are here so you have to decide which level of the analysis that the organization requires so that there is some decision happening and the action is happening so you have to remember that you have it's, it's greater complexity gives a greater stability so if you have a very simple data okay your decision may not be that accurate you will not trust that okay imagine an aircraft which is very very simple looking would you climb that aircraft the the engine aircraft engine looks so many controls and so many things so that so it is handling the complex machinery so therefore it is giving greater stability greater reliability and therefore greater chance of correct predictions so as a data scientist or data engineers you should always think about more complexity of the data would give more stability to the results or the to the decisions and then obviously the actions the probability of the action that you are taking or the decision is correct is much higher 
so these are the four aspects of data analytics you will you will need everything here you have to start with descriptive what is happening you have to go a little bit diagnostic then you should be able to predict then you should be able to prescribe and then it should be automated decisions like connected cars or a, a driverless cars so where the, the, the car is taking decision which which way to take or whether to press a brake or an accelerator so that's what is here uh, taking action automatically here so these are the four aspects or four levels of analytics and you have to start level one and everything has level one two three four nothing can jump directly to level four unless you understand the data you cannot go further So in the data understanding, obviously it is different types of data sets going into your servers here. You are analyzing and then you are producing the result. So all the time you will go as a data scientist, you will first get data, you will analyze the data like in all, all over, even the we have some input, we have process and we prepare output for all our computer programs. So right now today, I just want you to go reverse because we are trying to understand the data. So I want you, I'm going to show you the visualization of the data. And from that visualization of the data, I would like to uh, find out what would be the data sources because as a data scientist, you have to first understand the data. So this is an interactive session. So I want you to answer. So obviously I'm taking the data from, from COVID again. So I have taken some snapshot on 12th April, there were 7,300 cases. Now, unfortunately they have gone to 12,000. So that's a sad picture. However, now this is, I have just taken a picture from the government of India site. And so this is my total things and these are my state-wise details. So for each of these things, now we have to go reverse as a data scientist if i'm supposed to understand the data if i'm supposed to produce the data i have to ensure that the data is of good quality and the data is authentic i need to understand the data source how i am going to get the data so what would be the source of the data here can anybody answer how will I be for producing this table? This is just a table which everybody understands. Uh, what would be the data source? Can you just imagine like the health ministry in Delhi, they are producing this. So to get that, to get this data together, imagine the machinery that they need to have. Okay, from every state, so data source would be coming from every state government or every state health department. Uh, data is owner is obviously the government of India. Size of the data, yes, it is increasing all the time. How the data is collected because is it true data? So you might have listened to some things that this is some, some numbers are fake numbers, some other things are not correct and all those things. So as a data scientist, if you are in that position now, you are sitting in the health ministry of Delhi and you are, you are trying to put this together and you have to own this data. As a data scientist, you have to own the data. 
uh, and you have to ensure that your systems and your servers, everything are able to process the data. Then how the data is collected, you have to set up the mechanism to get that data. What would be the missing data? What is the issue of the data? What kind of data that you are going to process? What kind of data you're going to get? So you have to have the complete supply chain of the data in mind so that you are able to come up with the, with the, with the tables like this, with the results like this, so that you are able to predict what is going to happen tomorrow so that you can take some action or prepare for tomorrow. Okay, how, how the processing is done, how authentic is the data. If the data is incorrect, all your action and the planning based on the data would be incorrect. What predictions can be made? So obviously here we want to know how many, how many patients would be increasing and how we are going to handle those patients. Uh, what kind of hotspots, how do we seal the hotspots. So all those decisions are taken here. And those decisions are implemented by the state governments or police or whoever it is. But the decisions are taken here. Decisions are taken based on the data. Therefore, data quality is in, important. So here you have to visualize how the data is as a day because we are not consumed. We are preparers. We are data scientists or data engineers who are responsible for the data quality and producing this data so that some other teams can take actions. Okay, so this is how you should understand the data because uh, every time it is not a very, right now if we say this is a simple data, but it is not necessarily a simple data. Right now, I'm just producing how many patients. Then there are so many characteristics of the patient, the locations, the, all those things. And based on that, they are supposed to take some decisions. Okay. And this is a big decision, like making a lockdown is a big decision. It's taken based on some data. Because without the data, any of these decisions would not have been uh, taken or you are not confident to take that decision. If you have a data supporting, then you are able to take that decision and you have to implement that decision. So data gives you power to take the decision. And you will be the data scientist community who is going to give power to the decision makers. So obviously you will have a chaos of data. Okay, so there is that it, it won't be easy. So it would be like a chaos of the data and you are you should be able to prepare use the your processes and tools so that you converge that data. And while you are converging the data, you should be able to have it should be like a rocket. It should go up and down very, very quickly because you have to take data from grassroots and supply to the uh, strategic decisions. And uh, from that strategic decision, find out again whether your decision is correct. So the data scientist should be able to provide a dashboards or the visualizations of the model really quick. And it is giving you different types of views. Okay, 30,000 views, like maybe the center, can, our uh, 
prime minister's office that is that need 30000 we 10000 our chief minister office needs and maybe the grassroots level you is or police or the a municipality who are working on it so that kind of views it should be able to and all these three views has to be seriously connected and it should be up and down all the front because the grassroots level data is impacting what is your 30 views and whatever the strategic decisions taken at that level is impacting your grassroots level data uh, so here from all this chaos you are suppose you are should be able to converge to some decision So you have a strategic, um, you have strategic decisions over here. Then you have managerial decisions and you have operational actions. So unless, uh, so any data science project, you think about any data science project, whether it is in a finance, pharma, government, anywhere, it should be like this. There should be some decisions coming out of the data there would be some high level decisions, some middle level decisions and some actual actions that are to be taken. You should remember that data is perishable. Like it's sometimes yesterday's data is not that useful as the live data. Everybody is talking about real time data, real time data. Okay, so data is perishable. So it has to be quickly used. Okay, it's like you just imagine data is like ice cream, like you have to quickly eat and enjoy, otherwise it will go away. Uh, so data is perishable, So, but it is at the same time, it is a very valuable thing right now because everything, all the decisions are based on that. It should be consumed, the data should be used. If it's not used, it becomes uh, stale data and it is not of any use and it's a waste of money. Data should be true because all your decisions based on maybe it's a garbage in garbage out so if you are taking a decision based on incorrect data your decision or for the future your prediction for the future most likely coming incorrect and if you are taking incorrect decision you are taking incorrect path you will not reach your destination uh, data quality is utmost important uh, you have to ensure that the data coming into your system is of good quality. So your decisions are good. Uh, and uh, data outliers sometimes more important because data, data outliers are sometimes, sorry. Uh, data outliers are sometimes uh, important and uh, it gives, uh, uh, you have to focus on your data outliers right right now outlier you think about the hotspot for the covid these are the outliers and they are to be treated something different so those hotspot has to come from your data okay and it gives and it definitely gives actions so what are the skills that are required like there are technical skills obviously you need technical skills you have mathematical skills and you need a statistical skills and apart from that, you need eye of detailing. This is very important from the data scientist perspective. You should be able to tell, you should be able to uh, build story around the data so that it is kind of a decision is taken. You should be able to look at the pattern. You should find out correlations and causations. Uh, so let me tell, let me see if you have eye for detailing. What's the error in this in this uh, in this report? 
can you tell me what is the error in this report? Yes, please, any answer? Well, we are still waiting, Anjali, no answers yet. Is there is if there is no error, then if you have, if you don't find any error, tell me that there is no error. <coughs> As a data, couple there of, is not. Yeah, I'm sorry, a couple of uh, users have uh, answered as deaths. Number of deaths mm -hmm. is not matching. Deaths have Correct. different figures. Yeah, precisely. Okay, so this is a very common error, and good congratulations, you have pointed out that. So here. You see that these are the numbers here, 7397, but somewhere this total is not matching here. Okay. Uh, and this is real snapshot I have taken, but there are reasons for not matching. But as a data scientist, you should always ensure that your numbers are matching. Okay. So something here, like maybe this has taken uh, a couple of hours back and this is the latest data. There could be so many reasons for not matching the numbers but if your numbers are not matching it would uh, it 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 would tell you that there is some issue with the data and then i stop trusting your data so as a data scientist keep keep an eye on detailing if there is any discrepancy happening because this would be your first job or first project where you are producing this very simple dashboard okay you can produce it in the excel sheet also uh, but here if the numbers are not matching you should either know the reason for the numbers which are not matching or you have to ensure that the numbers are matched so essentially you should have an eye for detailing as a data scientist this is a very very important characteristics that you should possess and it doesn't come from your anything it, it has to you have to build this on your own then you should look at the patterns like uh, building such graphs are quite simple nowadays so you can build such graphs but at the same time you need to understand how how these colors are how the people are going to interpret the data what is the data source is the data correct every time you have to ask a question is the data correct is the data correct then only you would be able to uh, make a good career as a data scientist so you should have eye for detailing. So good congratulations, those who have pointed out this. So ensure and remember this and all your dashboards going forward in your career should be following this. So here we talked about the first four things and now I'm just going to give you a slight glimpse of a future. What is the augmented analytics and uh, uh, what is going to happen? Uh, I will make it very fast here. So augmented analytics is essentially, uh, it's a marriage of uh, machine learning and natural language processing. So it's all, everything is combined together. So before you know, the decision is taken for you. Okay, so example, like procurement or smart refrigerator or something, if something is uh, finished in your fridge, the fridge would send it to the superstore and superstore would deliver it and everything would be finished. So something like that, very uh, automated way and not only uh, it is about, it is about the 
natural language processing also so the machine would start understanding your feelings understanding you the way you are expressing yourselves and it is going ahead uh, so i'm not spending much time on this uh, because we hardly have five minutes maybe we'll have some question and answers uh, so i'm just showing you a few real life examples where we have uh, uh, we have done the analysis analytics like server log analytics so right now we are attending this meeting so around 800 900 people are there in the call uh, so this uh, so the the server is like go to meeting server is kind of collecting all the data who has joined what time what is the uh, is is he has some experience bad experience is he able to hear it what is the network parameters what is latency what is a jitter uh, how many packets are flowing between two and four so that uh, we are able to have this meeting properly so this this kind of analysis this is done and from across the globe what kind of uh, network performance is there so this is what we could analyze and visualize based on that and then we are able to focus on a particular location across the globe uh, which needs uh, which is creating problems for the server performance and we are able to find out that location and kind of take some action so that to prevent uh, any further call issues later so this is a server log analytics on some of the meeting application that we have uh, so then there are some mathematical models uh, this decision tree is one of the machine learning models so i'll not go into detail but this would determine what should be your uh, what should be your network parameters so that your call will go good so this is a, you can think about it as a machine learning model then obviously we want to predict how it is the so this is one of the time series models so time series also is one of the machine learning model where we are able to predict what is going to happen in future so based on the data till march we are going to predict what is going to happen till may uh, how much uh, how much work is going to come or how much sale is going to happen uh, and uh, so there would be a time series arima model which which helps you to take out all the variations and trying to predict so these are the mathematical model which will help you to predict what is going to happen in future so these are some examples of the machine learning models which i have prepared and we have used then obviously we want to know anomaly detection like which uh, which ticket which location which volume is taking more time or which particular uh, has an issue if you have if you have a journey like uh, if you have a ticket journey like see everybody is now uh, support tickets if something is not working we are supposed to raise a ticket to the organization and then that ticket would be resolved or your problem would be solved or a service request that you raise even to the bank for your checkbook or whatever it is so it goes into different phases and we are supposed to ultimately we have to supposed to deliver within the time and if we are not delivering the time we lose our slas so which particular tickets are essentially creating a problem so this is the kind of anomaly detection for uh, support tickets these are few examples that i have taken 
this is again about the text analytics so it's unstructured data so looking uh, looking at the comments from the customer what we can make sense out of it and what kind of action that we supposed to trigger Uh, data literacy, uh, essentially now everybody cannot become data scientist, but all of us are supposed to be consuming the data. And if not data scientist, we should be able to be a citizen data scientist. So those the citizen data scientist is a new terminology that is used so for the people who are going to consume the data. So they have to be data literate. So if you are literate, you are not necessarily the data literate. So there are program running so that you become a data literate. So coming to the end of the seminar, obviously there are many challenges as you go, uh, as you really start working on the data. There is too much data. You get overwhelmed with the data. You are, it's, it's difficult to, it's not an easy job to understand the data, to model the data and to arrive at a complete decision. So therefore there is a process is must. So there is a process defined. You are supposed to follow that process so that uh, you, your decisions are correct and the way you are doing uh, the data science project would be correct. So once you go more into detail, uh, we can explain you this process properly so that you can run a successful data science projects. As far as careers in data science is concerned, like obviously you have to have domain understanding, you have to have uh, IT skills, so all your programming databases, Data storage infrastructure would come here. Data science would come here, which is your analysis, analytics, mathematics. Uh, so all those, so there are three aspects. One is about domain, because here every domain is comes under the data analytics, whether it is financial things, your, your stocks or your banks or your uh, pharmaceuticals, clinical trials, everything is about your domain. And, uh, and everything, even IoT devices, everything brings data into data science category. And then you need processes, tools, infrastructure, databases, programming languages for this so that you can process the data and come to a conclusion. So typically you will see in organization, you will have a junior data scientist, senior data scientist, data engineer, data domain expert, software engineer, machine learning engineer, and maybe business intelligence professional, and what kind of skills that you need. Okay, the mathematical skills, IT skills, business skills, soft skills, and then what are you supposed to do and what should be your levels. So if you join as an organization fresh from your college, uh, you should be a junior data scientist and you should be able to have, you should be have more mathematical skills and senior data scientist, again, your mathematical skills and IT skills becomes more important. And then as you grow, your uh, domain skills becomes important and all other skills becomes important. So this is your path, career path of a, of a data scientist. So you have to decide where, where you want to be. Depending on that, you have to improve some of these skills and enhance all these skills so that you can fit into the job. Uh, so in the last, I had to rush because we are running out of the time. So any questions, I can take some questions. So yeah, Anjali. Uh... 
thanks a lot for this uh, amazing session and with the real life examples and especially the examples you gave on covid 19 i believe this uh, session was very interactive and uh, each one of the participants would have gained more knowledge about data science i would request here uh, to all the participants to ask the questions if you have any and we can take them one by one Okay, we have a lot of questions coming up. Uh, Anjali, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, I'll be reading out the questions. Uh, I... So the first question is, as a Java API programmer, what is the best option to pick to move into as a data analyst or as a data scientist? As if you are a good at Java, you should be able to pick up very quickly R or Python. Okay, those are the programming languages. So you should be like data engineer and data scientist, maybe junior data scientist, which has a lot of IT skills so that and you also have to upgrade your mathematical skills so that you can uh, apply a proper model. Okay. All right. Uh, we have our next question. Uh, uh, from Kranti, uh, he's asking, uh, hi, I'm a TIBCO administrator. Am I suitable for a data science job? Can you repeat? Uh, the question is, hi, I'm a TIBCO administrator and am I suitable for this data science job? TIBCO administrator, what is TIBCO? TIBCO. Uh, yeah. Okay, TIPCO, okay. Uh, then you, you should go for a data engineer kind of job where you are able to manage the data. Okay, then you don't need that much programming skills, but here like kind of managing the data lake, what we call it, the infrastructure side, uh, the access side, the infrastructure side. So you, you, you can think about more about data engineer. Okay, where you are managing the data. You are ensuring that the data quality, data security is uh, maintained. Okay, all right. So there are a couple of questions coming up more again uh, in terms of the job roles. Uh, one of them is if I'm already a Python developer, how can I switch to data scientist and where do I start? If you already have, if you already know Python, maybe start learning more about Python packages and uh, uh, understanding about statistics would be very helpful here because you, you know Python, so you can get the data into Python, but which model to apply, which model suits your data 
that would be uh, that that decision or that uh, interpretation and how do you interpret the model that would come from your statistical knowledge all right we have a lot of questions coming up i don't think with the time constraint we have we will be able to answer all of those uh, let's take few more and wrap it up quickly anjali sure all right we have a question from chandan ja he's asking us i'm a reporting analyst uh, and i'm using power bi and sql how can i transform myself into data scientist okay power bi is a data visualization tool so you can do more of a, if you look at uh, those levels of data science so more of a descriptive and somewhat diagnostic analysis in power bi uh if you want to go data scientist behind you have to go to microsoft uh, ml uh, studio where you can do some modeling and that modeling would be shown into your power bi so if you are already using power bi and you are analyst and you already understands the data so that now you think about uh, learning more about uh, machine learning models and uh, since you are using power bi microsoft uh, Azure uh, machine learning studio would be a natural on uh, the next level that you should learn. Okay. Let's take one last one and uh, this one is from uh, Mukesh Patel he is asking uh, I am an employee referral manager which role will be suitable for me in data science? Employee referral manager. Yes. so something related to hr right hr is using all hr teams are using a lot of analysis uh, on the hr data that they have uh, so essentially trying to predict what kind of positions or the demands that they would be having uh, what would be the exit ratio who is probably going to exit what would be the attrition ratio how we are going to manage your attrition and uh, what kind of uh, uh, in the there are a lot of exit interview analysis happening so that what kind of improvement that you can bring in your processes so hr also using a lot of analytics right now so that to maintain the staff So we have one last question about the poll which uh, you want to start that Hello Hello Yeah, yeah. sorry i missed the voice uh, i was saying anjali that is already uh, scheduled at the end of webinar and uh, that will be received by all the participants mm -hmm. okay and for all the participants i would like to inform you that this webinar session is an ongoing uh, activity as i said uh, earlier uh, to 
uh, get notified for all the upcoming sessions uh, you can see on the screen these are the webinars lined up for next two weeks uh, you can see the registration link at the end of this uh, screen or you can simply send us a high message on whatsapp on the mentioned number on your screen and uh, you will uh, keep on getting regular notifications from us for the free webinars and other knowledge sharing activities as well. Lastly, Anjali, I would like to uh, thank you once again for this session and I would like to thank all of the participants who joined today us for this webinar and I will look forward to connect with you again. Thank you, thank you Vishal for giving me opportunity and thank you all participants for hearing me. I hope you find this uh, program useful. Thanks a lot, Anjali. I will be signing off. Stay safe, stay at home and get up still. Thanks a lot. Okay, thank you. Stay safe. Bye-bye.